0: We're talking about the understanding that uh, there is the numbers come from one source, one multidimensional source, and they stream down through the multidimensional universe down into this third dimension uh, as a form of integrated consciousness. And us being number one is the individuality that we have, but also still being part of the whole it gives us the capability of understanding that we ourselves have a certain level of control and understanding over our reality tunnel, but at the same time, collectively, we make up all the numbers.
1: Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Well, happy 2023 journeyers. It's been a while since we last spoke. Last year, in fact, 2022. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had uh, a full guest on long form. You may have seen my conscious commentary. I did a couple a uh, couple of those just uh, prior to the new year. But I figured to start off the new year, we would start off with a bang, with a B, like Billy Carson. <laughs> Billy's back. Billy's back. Yay. I'm so excited. Billy, how are you? Happy new year.
0: Happy new year. It's been a great new year so far. I'm really excited for this year. and Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Always a pleasure. Billy's my friend, and it is always so much fun. When I I can catch him, I I went on Patreon, Billy, and I said, I nabbed him. I got him because I was (laughs) saying to people, we got to get Billy Carson back on. Why? Let's just get to the heart of the matter. Here's why. Mm. I mean, look, you can talk about so many different things, and you do so with such eloquence and authority. Mm. But here's something that you and I have not talked about, and that Mm. is what's sitting right behind you, Mm 1111 numbers. I want to get in to numbers, Billy, I want to get into, excuse me, this idea that there is an uptick is what I've been saying Mm and people noticing number patterns uh, repeating. This has been going on for a long time, but clearly it is exponential at this point. And I want Mm -hmm. to dig in, get your perspective as to what you think may be going on here. And that would include the history and the symbology of numbers. So Mm -hmm. you put up a post, I think it was, maybe November that I'm going to, in post, I'm going to post production, I'm going to put a little snapshot so you guys can see it really good. By the way, he's got an awesome community uh, uh, section on his YouTube channel, Forbidden Knowledge. But let me quote what you said, and then we'll take off from there, Billy. You say, within numerology, angel numbers are number sequences, usually three or four numbers that contain repetition, such as 111 or 4444 and or a pattern such as 321 or 8787. Although they may appear in the most ordinary places, these digits usually grab our attention and even if only for a moment, evoke a sense of wonder. The reason we're enchanted by these sequences, however, is an extension of their symbolism. It is believed that these numbers are messages from the spiritual universe that offer insight, wisdom, and directionality. Whether you assign them to angels, guides, ancestors, spirits, or simply a higher state of your own consciousness, angel numbers can confirm you're on the right path, shed invaluable insight on a complicated situation, or even illuminate the powerful, mystical meaning behind recurring themes you experience throughout your life. Mm -hmm. You said a lot there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we said a lot
1: there. Let's start with this. This yeah. term, angel numbers. You know, I, I have to be really frank. That term has always been a little like, "eh, angel numbers yeah. is out there." And particularly coming from you, where you are so technical and you're like really into the right. uh, the core behind a certain image or idea. Mm-hmm. What is your when you say angel numbers? What do you mean by that in this well, regard?
0: <clears throat> it's a great question. A lot of people have called them angel numbers. So if i start calling them something else they won't know what i'm talking about uh, and so sometimes you get you reach people where they are so when they see angel numbers they go oh he's getting me to talk about the numbers you know and so in my personal opinion it's um angels are really angles angles of light uh we know that there are higher dimensions that that exist in 90 degree angles above one another and there are multiple dimensions going all the way up we know this universe consists of a minimum of at least 11 uh dimensions and all those are in angles or angels of one another according to quantum physics so the term angels angel numbers is a kind of a play on the angles just because of when you take it into the more uh i guess the realm of where people like consider themselves to be psychics and other things like that. they use the term angels religious people use the term angels it's a more attractive term to those people or, or the masses, but, um, you know, I am taking the opportunity to just get the information in front of people. When I say angel numbers, it doesn't believe that I, uh, you know, don't believe that there's higher beings and higher dimensions. I just particular, I don't call them angels. I think that there's something else.
1: Angels angles. Is there some actual derivative? there that that uh is there some basis there that's very interesting Mm because it does sound very yeah the English language is fascinating when you really (laughs) dig into the actual meaning uh when
0: you go into some of the ancient tablets you discover that the ancient Sumerians were talking about these angles of light that came down so when you go into the ancient Sumerian tablets you discover that these the Sumerians were talking about these angles angles of light that were coming down and they were interacting with them and then these later, these those those angles of light later became known as angels. Hmm. And they made it into, into the Bible as angels. And these angles of light were these beings that supposedly were coming uh, from heaven to earth. And in the in the Atrahasis epic and in the Enuma Elish, they're known as Anunnaki, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means those who from heaven to earth came. And so, from the perspective of a human being back then anything that came from outside the earth was spiritual was god you know was, was from the creator and so uh, over time as people became more and more religious because these beings influenced religion they then became angels and they had wings if you look at the sumerian depictions which i'm sure you can show some photos i'll have some for you you'll see depictions of these beings with wings on their backs and what do you see in modern day angels? They all have wings on their backs. Well, these mm-hmm. wings are derivatives of the ancient Sumerian carvings that have been found now that are thousands of years old.
1: Okay. It all makes sense. You know, we look at, the, the, I'm kind of digressing, or we're digressing a bit, but not really. When you think of the uh, monotheistic religions and all of the symbology that so many devotees, Mm-hmm. Um, adhere to without questioning its origins. Uh, it's very interesting, and it's, I think it's very important, particularly for the devotees who f- believe so fervently in what they have read and what they're mm-hmm. told, what they're taught. But once you have an understanding for from whence it came, where it actually came from, it should mean so much more. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you for absolutely. that. That that was like a mini lesson, you guys, in a in a snapshot. So. I want to stick with this angle thing uh, mm-hmm. because this is really important. You've now infused a whole other level of meaning to uh, ang- angle and numbers. Yeah. we're talking about math. Mm-hmm. We're talking about math. I want to read a quote from a quote from Pythagoras. You always wonder if it actually came from, said to have come from Pythagoras, the the mm-hmm. father of mathematics, who said, "This is powerful. It's very short. Number is the within." Of all things. Mm-hmm. He didn't say numbers. He said number. Number. Singular. Is the within of all things. Let's take that concept. Mm-hmm. One number. Singular, not plural. Yeah. And apply it to this idea of numerology in which yeah. you take a group of numbers and in most cases bring them down to one single digit. One mm-hmm. number.
2: Yeah.
1: Behind you, you've got 1111. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there are master numbers within numerology. 11 is one of them. 22 is another. Double digits tend to be. I don't think all of them, but certainly 11 and 22. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But let's say, uh, well, I guess you couldn't use 1111 11 as an example. Let's say you're seeing 1234 as an example. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people see that pattern. Yeah. And you were to add 1234 up all the way down to the lowest common denominator, the single digit, you get one. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Within one, or within numerology, one denotes typically new beginnings. Is -hmm. that how, I guess I'm starting with a statement, but ending up with a question. When individuals are seeing number patterns, as Pythagoras said, number is the within of all things. Would it be wise for them to take that sequence and pare it down to a single digit? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I believe that you're pretty accurate with what you're saying. Your statement was pretty accurate. We're talking about the understanding that uh, there is the numbers come from one source, one multidimensional source, and they stream down through the multidimensional universe down into this third dimension uh, as a form of integrated consciousness. And us being number one is the individuality that we have, but also still being part of the whole it gives us the capability of understanding that we ourselves have a certain level of control and understanding over our reality tunnel. But at the same time, collectively, we make up all the numbers. And so it's just like you have a radio station in your neighborhood. That's broadcasting out frequencies, which are digits of numbers. And then you have a radio receiver that's able to pick up depending on what station you're tuned to specific digits of numbers to decode the information. If you imagine that the radio signal being sent out to spirit, and then now take that and convert it into the universal consciousness as being a transmission, each one of our avatar bodies has a capability of picking up a specific numeric frequency from the main source. And that frequency that we pick up comes from one source. It's one consciousness, but I'm point 0.1, you're point 0.2, somebody else is point 0.3, point 0.4, point 0.5. And so we animate this avatar body based on that numerical system that's being streamed out from a higher dimension.
1: So is, would this explain why people seem to be attracted to, or notice a certain number pattern on a frequent basis? Cause they're tuned to that frequency.
0: Well, that has a, a, some, to, some to do with it, but also the fact that we are living in a mathematical universe. Mathematics literally explains everything that we see. Numbers explain everything that we see and, and, and experience including even the dimensions of our body, the way that we break down uh, light and everything else, all based on numerical numbers and numerical systems. And so what's beginning to happen is people are finally waking up to a certain level. And there's a reason why, which I'm going to talk about in a second, where they're starting to see a little bit beyond the veil and start to recognize some of the synchronicities that are occurring right around them. And these synchronicities have been happening for millennia, But up until, you know, really now, as we went through a dark age and come back up now into the light, we're now starting to recognize and realize that we're living in a numerical light matrix. And that's what we're really living in. It's a a light matrix based on mathematics. And there's a lot of synchronicities where you see these digits of numbers and you can catch them so randomly, even in different time zones, even on your microwave oven. It can be a game on TV. I've caught them on basketball games where they, they blow the whistle, and the clock for the game, which has nothing to do with a time clock, just the t- amount of time left in the, in, on, on the clock for shooting the basketball is a three-digit, you know, a number. Or going to the gas station and seeing your gas. Yesterday, my gas was four dollars and forty-four cents. You know, so these things are just showcasing that we are living in a programmed matrix, and these synchronistic numbers expose a little bit of what's going on behind the veil. And then mm-hmm. also, you have the capability of tapping into some of these synchronicities when you see them Mm -hmm. there should be an attention being paid to where you are who you are what you're doing at that moment and what's going on around you because it could be a message for you to pay better attention to a situation for uh, the ability to get more enlightenment to save yourself from a a a situation that could be detrimental or to improve someone else's life maybe become of service to others opportunities usually arise somewhere around these synchronicities
1: This is really getting to the core, the heart of the matter, Billy, because the people that are interested in this conversation, I think it's fair to say, want to know, what do I do with this? What do these mean? And there is no template meaning, I would imagine. Uh, And yet there's got to be some purpose. I mean, it is said that the universe can... Sometimes play tricks on us and just you know have have a little bit of a laugh <laughs> in showing us these things and there may not be any mm-hmm. meaning inherent in uh, in seeing these things. I don't know. I, the Jury's still out on that. But assuming there is, how would one start to tap into the significance of their seeing a, a number pattern? For you, how? Have, let's talk about you. I yeah. heard you talk with, and you're going to have to tell me his full name, King
0: King S- Simon.
1: King Simon, you guys, yeah. he is awesome. I'm actually mm-hmm. going to put a link that uh, Billy did an interview. Actually, it's on your yourforbiddenknowledge.tv, which is a fantastic uh, you. repository. You need to go over there. Yeah. Um, but I will pull, put a link. You had a great conversation with this gentleman mm-hmm. who is a literal king of numbers. And yeah. you, in the conversation, I know you talked about four being something that's very close to you. Mm-hmm. When did you notice this? And how have you been able to distill the four meaning in your life, if at all? If you're enjoying this episode, along with all of the subjects that we cover here on Higher Journeys, then I invite you to join our members-only community on Patreon, where we go even deeper into the conversations with the guests that you know and love. Not only does your membership ensure that we can keep this work going and growing, but you'll also get immediate access to our exclusive after-shows get up close and personal with the guests of the show, along with many other member perks. So click on the link below to join now or visit higherjourneys.com where you'll find the Patreon link. We'll see you on the journey, thanks.
0: It's pretty interesting because I'm born on the 4th, you know, uh, September the 4th, and my master number is 44, which is a super powerful number, which I didn't learn this until much later. But when I got my first numerical reading, uh, the gentleman that was reading me who had never met me met me before, knew nothing about me. And this was in the mountains in Jamaica. He didn't even have Internet, so it couldn't look me up on Instagram or nothing else. But some of the things he told me, I had never told anybody just from my numbers based on my name. He got the number 44 out of my full name with this numerical code that they, you know, these new, the numerologists know how to break down uh and he started telling me things about my heart he said when you were born you had a hole in your heart which is a fact i have a heart murmur. i was born with a heart murmur." you know he knew about my kids and how many kids i had and the type of businesses i've had and how i'm so structured and how i work and how i'm able to uh multitask and run multiple corporations at the same time and i've been very successful in how tedious i am and he, he just laid it all out so after that happened that was years ago i started paying a lot more attention to the force now, here's what's interesting. I used to see a lot of two-two-twos and three-three-threes, but once I was brought aware of the four, the number four, and I had awareness brought to that number. Yesterday, for example, like I just said a minute ago, the gas station four-four-four. I have videos on my Facebook where I would go to uh, went to Walmart in the middle of the night, random, just to pick up some candles, and they were four dollars and forty-four cents. I mean, just stuff, just crazy stuff like that. So, I mean, every single day. Two or three times a day, I'm seeing four 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 somewhere, and it's pretty interesting that it's my once my attention was brought or my you know my awareness was brought to that number, at the synchronicity between me and that number in random places all over the world, and you know I've been around the world five times in 2022, it's everywhere and it's almost in everything, and when it when I see the number, two things happen for me. The first thing is I go, mm, I'm still in my flow state because I truly do believe that the synchronicity of me seeing these numbers represents the state of mind that I'm in. And right now I'm in a super, super flow state. Uh, people who who know me and have seen where I've gone just in the past five years from there to here, the flow state's been incredible. My accomplishments have been through the roof uh, and, and, and 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 going and ongoing, and I'm just steadily moving on this incline. And so I feel like I'm still in my flow state. The second thing is I pause, and I then I evaluate my current situation. And a lot of the times I feel I either remember something that I forgot to do. I see an opportunity to help somebody. Or I recognize a situation that if I make a decision either this way or that way, it can be good or it can be bad. So I now I stop and I pause. I just don't go, oh, cool. I saw the number again and keep on going. Right. I pause and take a moment for self-reflection and see what I can get out of that moment. Now, even if it's not having to do directly with the linking of the number or the synchronicity of seeing the number, I think it's great that these numbers, if you really stop and do that, if you have the time to stop and take a moment for self-reflection, I think you can, you can actually tap into some level of enlightenment in that moment, whether it's just a number popping up and you're taking the self-reflection just on your own or something synchronicity to it. But I'm telling you, it's amazing because I've been able to change and enhance so many things just from stopping for that moment of self-reflection and getting myself in brain-heart coherence.
1: That's so powerful, Billy. Uh, Mm. I have often asked the question when we look at the nature of the universe and how it works. Magic Mm. is around us all the time. Synchronicity is available, I will say, Mm. absolutely all of the time, Mm. except for one very important caveat. You've got to notice it by noticing it, by yeah. acknowledging what it is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I believe brings about more of it and helps to catalyze mm. your own right. intelligence or right. acts as a catalyst for your own, um, beyond intelligence, uh, enlightenment, literally mm. enlightenment. I want to read something to you you bringing up the 444. I know somebody out there right now is probably seeing four, four, four or four <laughs> or four, four. <clears throat> excuse me, that's a very um well, they call that the angel number. I think some refer to that as an angel number, but mm-hmm. according to your uh understanding they're they're all they all have an angle aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. read this from one of our patrons thanks to all the patrons. Uh, part of the benefit of being a patron is you get to ask questions guaranteed to be asked on air. This one is from Doug Mara, a dear friend and uh and patron, Journier in Australia who says this. First she says happy new year and what a fantastic first guest for 2023 Billy Carson. Thank you. She says, "Yes, we are <clears throat> we aware ones all have our repeating numbers. For me it's 111, 123 one, one, mm-hmm. and very strongly 444 four, four, and 44." Four, mm-hmm. four. She has attached a screenshot of this email, which I'm going to put in post so you'll be able to see. I received it at 4.44 a.m. when I sent the email to her about questions to ask for Billy Carson. Mm -hmm. My question is, could there be a link with my particular repeating numbers and the Emerald Tablets? Mm -hmm. The 144,000 prophesied lightworkers, I have read the tablets and they have had quite an effect on me, is Mm -hmm. what she says. Interesting, Mm -hmm. huh?
0: Yes, yeah, very interesting. That number forty-four, one forty-four. There were one hundred and forty-four thousand casing stones on the Great Pyramid. Um, some religions believe that only one hundred and forty-four thousand people are going to make it to heaven, or what they call the paradise. Right, and so we see this recurring theme of this hundred and forty-four being a very important number, uh even in the biblical text. One hundred and forty-four thousand, you know, angels are coming down with with Jesus on his return, and so there's always this theme of this 144,000 over and over again throughout history through many different civilizations and through many vastly different time periods. It makes you scratch your head like, what is up with this 144,000? It's got to be a significant number, or they wouldn't have put 144,000 casing stones on the Great Pyramid. So there's a reason behind this, and it has a deep significance that goes far beyond any text that we have are uh, laying around, even the biblical text, even the Sumerian text. I think it goes even far beyond that. Uh, the oldest account of the Great Pyramid being built is in the Emerald Tablets, and that was approximate between thirty six thousand to thirty eight thousand years ago. When Thoth, the Atlantean priest king who ruled over the land of chem before it was called Egypt, for fourteen thousand years, he wrote down himself in his own tablets that he had built the Great Pyramid, patterned hmm. after Earth's force and he built it to stand the test of time so that it too it too might remain through the ages which it has. And so yeah. you have to think at the time that he architected this and and drew the floor plan for this and had it created and built he already had worked in 144,000 casing stones. So we're talking about this number 144,000 going back at least 36 000 to 38,000 years ago.
1: Absolutely. Something just came to me Billy. Mm. Indulge me guys because I have this habit of <laughs> Trying to distill and oversimplify things, but sometimes there's something to it. Let's just play with this for a minute. 144. I'm going to take the 1,000 out. Let's just play with the number 144. Mm -hmm. Numerologically, it's nine.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Nine denotes, among other things, endings and new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Because in numerology, it doesn't go one through 10. It goes one through nine. And then you start at one again. Yes. Nine could be viewed as revelation I'm just playing with it I'm just saying
0: mm-hmm.
1: what do you think let's play with that for a minute
0: it's interesting I like to really break down the 144 thousand and see if we can find three six and nine in there <laughs> hmm. like Tesla said you know if you can discover the mystery of 369 you know the mysteries of the universe um but yeah the nine is a pretty significant number. Because it is uh, it is uh, an important number in a lot of mathematical computations. First and foremost, that's right. It, I mean, it's it's almost everywhere. You almost can't escape it, especially in things that are uh, naturally occurring in nature. Um, and you know, according to what uh, one of the notes that I took with King Simon on the number nine, he says, as the final digit in numerology, the presence of nine suggests a chapter may be coming to an end. Witnessing nine as an angel number. Uh, is a sign that meaningful, a meaningful cycle meaningful cycle, could come to a close and you'll soon have a beginning of a brand new journey. So it's not really the ending ending, like end times ending, but the end of a cycle and the beginning In of the a beginning, new anyway. cycle.
1: That's exactly where I was going. Here's the other thing. Oh, my God, I'm getting chills. Whatever you multiply nine with comes out to be nine. You can't mm-hmm. escape it. Nine times two is 18. One and eight is nine. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Nine times nine is 81. Eight and one is nine. There's something powerful here. Something else just came to me. Tesla said, if you can discover the secret of three, six, nine, you know what the secret is? Mm. It's nine. Because Mm -hmm. if you take three, six, and nine and add it up, you take three and six, it's nine. Mm -hmm. That means you now have two nines. Three and six is nine plus nine. Nine Mm -hmm. and nine is 81. Eight and one is nine. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. That's Get it. <laughs> That's It's powerful. <laughs> and there's something to that. I mean, he literally would walk around his building that he was living in near his death, yeah. you know, three times. And he would go up certain floors at certain number of times. He, everything he had to do had to add to 369. And so he, it was something to it. And what's interesting is before I moved into the previous house, this is two moves ago, I was starting fresh, talking about starting over. I was starting fresh out of one relationship to live on my own and start from zero again. And I went to this place was a brand new construction uh, in uh, Sunrise, Florida. And I I just I I, like this place was so beautiful and so tranquil 180 degree water view It's a condo. I never lived in the condo before, but I said, I'll give it a try. This is a brand new place. It was built on a Zen layout and it even had a meditation hall inside of the, the building. So I said, you know what? I'll try this place. So I, I go and we're looking. We couldn't find an open available unit. Finally, we found found one, the one that I ended up picking, and it was 369, number 369. And I said, Oh, this is it. I got this is this is it. I have to stay here, which <laughs> I did for three years. So um it's a powerful thing, but that nine definitely for me signified a new beginning.
1: Endings and new beginnings. Yeah. Which it seems where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I, I typically have on, uh, I have to give a shout out to our numerologist friend, Sharon Milstein, who's brilliant. And she, Billy would do shows for us at the end of every year and mm-hmm. kind of give us her prognostication numerologi- numerologically <clears throat> for the coming year and a wrap up of the previous year. So she yeah. would go by the year that we're in. I want to talk about right. that as it relates to four, but mm-hmm. we're in a seven year right now. Seven yeah. happens to be my my life number. Wow, but um, yeah, yeah, very interesting. I'm I, there's still so much to know, but mm-hmm. let's talk about four. Let's go back to four because this is your number, right? Four. Right. Yeah. Is, is that your life? Did you say it is your life number four? Forty-four
0: is my master 44. number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm born on the fourth of September, <laughs> which is pretty, you know, pretty incredible. And my name, my name fully spelled out in numerology, comes out to a forty-four. A forty-four. Wow. Yeah.
1: The four year was a powerful year the last four year because it was 2020 and we all know what happened there
0: yeah yeah and i i literally excelled the most i've ever excelled in my life since i've been in business and life in in these last four years i made more money during the 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 hardest part of the global sickness i want to call it Mm. than uh than i ever made in my life while everybody was going down the tubes i was shooting like up like a rocket
1: Four was a powerful, uh, well, the four year, 2020 was very powerful for me as well. It was Mm -hmm. very, it it seemed, I I guess it would seem counterintuitive, but it was very, Mm -hmm. very, I made a lot of breakthroughs on the four year, but I'll tell you a really, really quick story, guys, if Mm -hmm. you'll bear with me. So just before all hell broke loose is what I like to say in March of 2020, I had Mm -hmm. returned from Australia lecturing there for the second time. And while there, uh, the host of the conference, that the producers of the conference who hosted me were nice enough to fly me, route my flight back to the States through Melbourne so I could visit a friend. And mm-hmm. while there, and this friend um, who was in our field, uh, does some really, really great uh, energetic and shamanic, very unique shamanic mm-hmm. work. And mm-hmm. she was determined to do a session with me while I was staying with her. And I said, okay. Marie, let's go for it. I'll, I'll give it a try. And as she had me in sort of an altered state, now this is prior to March. This was in January. I was in Melbourne. Mm. She said, Now, Alexis, at some point during this session, I want you to tell me what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Billy, I yelled out, Four. Wow. <laughs> she said, wow. What? I said, Four. Mm. She said, What else? Nothing. Mm. Four and I screamed to the top of my lungs.
2: Yeah,
1: and I thought, wow. what the hell was that?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, obviously, when we got, you know, I got back to the states and we got into March, and mm-hmm. uh, what happened? The only thing I could think of, the only thing I associated it with, was this urgency of screaming for. Meaning, in the four year, there's going to mm-hmm. be a sense of urgency. Uh, mm-hmm. are going to change it's the only thing i could attach it to but that's what happened
0: yeah and that's exactly what happened (laughs)
1: yeah
0: literally yeah four four is a powerful number and you know when i'm talking with king simon it symbolizes observing four as an angel number or or a number of like i call of angles uh it suggests that you are in the process of grounding rooting and cultivating an infrastructure that's truly built to last and if you look at what i've done with forbidden knowledge I've anchored it, I've structured it, I've built teams, I got a board of directors. Uh, we've had two rounds of funding and we're heading into our third round of funding, literally any moment now as the SEC is uh, gonna uh, give us that approval. And then we're gonna up list to NASDAQ. We have over 5,000 investors and in forbidden knowledge, people who bought shares of the company and the TV network is expanding with over 6,000 shows. And my documentary that I did, the first one I've ever done, got independent film of the year. So I, you know, it's just so powerful and and so accurate. Um, and I, so I'm just continuing to build and, and, you know, just trying to maintain my flow state.
1: Forbidden knowledge.
0: Yeah. For I won't That's even ask
1: four. you. I think we know where it came from. And you. Always...
0: <laughs> yeah. And interestingly, when I made that name, mm-hmm. I had no uh, link or connection or understanding of the force. Really? I that, uh, oh. yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so I, what I what I did was I I wrote out the name forbidden knowledge. And I said, mm, I, you know, okay, what if I just use the number 4? It just came to me. So I used the number 4 instead of FOR. And but it's all is see everything is a fractal. And so it came, you know, the essence of the 4 came out of me into my conscious thought and said, "No, make it a 4 because you are a 4." And that's exactly what I did. And that's how forbidden knowledge came out. Isn't that something? 2011 and it-
1: so powerful that it came before your full recognition of the significance of four, but you had unconscious recognition. It was there, just like yeah. the dreams I told you about. I'm not going to share it with kind of private, but I shared with yeah. Billy after or before we went on the air. Yeah. At some level, we know, even mm-hmm. though we don't think we know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's in there. It's all all the knowledge and wisdom, all the information throughout the entire universe is contained inside of our bodies. Every cell. That's right.
1: It's powerful stuff. Let me give you another uh, patron question. This is from Victorina. Hi, Vic. Thank you for your question. She says, my numbers are always with a zero in the middle. Mm. 909-606-303-404-505. A lot. Mm -hmm. And to me, it looks like SOS. I I put in the for me because to her, it looks like SOS. What's that about? What do you that's think?
0: Interesting. That's interesting. Wow. That's powerful. I've never heard that exact sequence before, but that's pretty interesting because it would look like an SOS, which is, you know, a, a, a call out for help, but maybe it's to mm-hmm. help yourself or just to be awareness of people in need of help. It could not be, it doesn't always have to be something derogatory or negative that's going to happen. Like you're in trouble. It could be, you know, there could be somebody else that, uh, in your surroundings that needs assistance And our biggest that we can do on this planet is be of service to others absolutely um but you know one king simon's notes again you know zero is is associated with new opportunities and when you witness a zero in sequence within a set of three or four this could signify a fresh start and you're at a very beginning of a brand new cycle which means you can create whatever your heart desires uh, which is pretty interesting but she's seeing a combination of two different which means It could be a message you know to to create the sos um five suggests major changes could be on the horizon so it could be a combination of a new cycle and and major changes uh so just something for her to self-reflect because she knows her life and her path better than anyone else And, you know, every time you see it, it's time to sit back and reflect and see Mm -hmm. what could this possibly mean for me? Where am I right now? Who am I in contact with? Who are my connections? Who are my inner network, my inner circle? What obligations do I have? You know, who around me needs assistance in any way, shape or form? And start that kind of thinking and everything will then, the universe will just send it right to you. All that information you desire will come right to you. Okay.
1: Wow. I hope you got something out of that, Vic. I sure did. That's, That's really... That's uh, fascinating. You said something so key in paraphrasing, Billy. You said that just in the acknowledgement that something powerful is going on, the the recognition, recognizing, you know, Mm -hmm. the the universe has given us a wink and a nod, we've got to wink back, will perhaps trigger Mm -hmm. what it is we're to understand. The synchronicity is always there, but don't let it be in vain. If you don't notice it's a synchronicity and do something with it, it'll still be there but you're not getting what you need to get out of it. So mm. here's mine, I got to do mine. Of course 1111 is mm. it dips and it waxes and wanes in and out of my life. It's very interesting. Mm. My husband too. But wow. 55. 55 has been pretty much a constant. I see it several times a day. Mm. Uh probably for the last couple of years.
0: Oh wow, that's incredible. Yeah. If that's not an easy number from in my, from my mindset, it's not an easy number to find. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on, it,
1: on the significance? 55 uh, all the time.
0: You know, it, it's all about, it matches, you know, it matches right now where you're sitting in your house. I mean, you know, uh new change on the horizon, which has happened, um, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it says if you've been feeling stuck, um, uh, stifled or inspired, Observing 5 as an angel number um, with 3 or 4, it says either within a set of 3, 4, or 4 digits reveals a massive shift might be in the works. For now, these transform- transformations might be occurring behind the scenes. <laughs> in other words, key decision makers are still weighing options, but 5 appear as an angel number, 5 appearing as an angel number suggests you're on the right path. So it's pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, for me, it's the double. It, it's nine times out of 10. It's on a clock and it'll be yeah. 55 past the hour. Sometimes it's 555, wow. but it's yeah three, four times a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. It's okay. so amazing how these numbers, we just catch them. I mean, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in. You switch time zone, you still catch them. That's how you know it's outside yes. of time. You, you catch it on a microwave or an oven time clock. You catch it on your watch or your cell phone. It's just so random where it could be. It could be on a TV show. It could be. It could be anywhere. It could be in, uh, like I said, the gas pump. I mean, who? That's not even a clock. So it's just amazing how we're drawn to see these uh, synchronicities occurring all around us. To me, it's definitely coding of the matrix stopping and saying, "Hey, look at this," uh, and that's our signal to then, I believe, you know, reflect on on the flow state that we're in, the mindset, what we're doing, how we're doing it. Who we're interacting with how we're interacting with them and just maybe even to thank ourselves for the blessings that we have <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. there are some many perhaps that will say i've been seeing these repeating numbers for 20 years mm-hmm. let's say but let's go 30 40 50 60 years ago i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this was not happening as readily as it is now mm-hmm. if that is true what has happened in our time as it mm-hmm. as it were yeah. of this uh, century and of the, the what, what's going on with us and with the planet cosmologically mm-hmm. biologically yeah. that might mm-hmm. make this more prevalent right now
0: right well there's one thing in particular that's in astrophysics that's peer-reviewed that's documented science taught in astrophysics and universities uh i believe it has effect on biology and so what it is is our solar system okay it orbits the milky way galaxy because our sun orbits the milky way galaxy we're on that outer arm way out in the boondocks of the milky way galaxy but our solar system undulates up and down as it's orbiting around the central of the, the the giant supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy it undulates up and down those undulations represents hundreds of thousands or hundreds of i'm sorry hundreds of millions of miles up hundreds of millions of miles down now, what's interesting is just within the last eight years, we reached a point through the undulation or the movement of our of our solar system where it has reached a, uh, a total equal plane with the center of the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And that supermassive black hole is emitting and sending out an enormous amount of energetic particles on that plane. And we're now receiving those particles directly those particles even penetrate solid matter they're affecting our dna they're hitting and pinging our dna and changing the way our bodies are changing our genes and everything else and even our consciousness even the way our neurons fire in our brains so i believe that this particular cycle which is what the minds were talking about the whole time it was never the end of the world if you go back to my old post i would say people were going it's the end of the world the world's going to end 2012 it's like no it's the end of a cycle We're going into a beginning of a new cycle right after 2012. We hit that point where we actually are at the midpoint. We're actually hovering right around the centerpiece or the equatorial plane of the supermassive black hole, receiving all these charged particles, which are altering our consciousness and our DNA all around the planet. And so that's where we are right now. And I believe that that energetic field that we're in right now in some way, shape or form has allowed us to tap into seeing these synchronicities becoming more conscious, asking more questions, breaking out of the old dogma of religions and starting to seek more spirituality. This is the part of a new cycle, as the Mayans talked about, that we're headed into, this age of enlightenment.
1: I have finally gotten the insight that I have yet to receive, Billy, (laughs) (laughs) from any conversation, I'm sorry, any conversation I've had. Mm. I am always interested in the why now. Mm -hmm. Even though time, as we understand it, may not exist, there are Mm -hmm. patterns inherent in our time frame. Mm -hmm. And no one can tell me that 50, 60, 100 years ago, the masses were seeing these repeating numbers and acknowledging them the way they are now. Billy, I think you just explained, at least in part, why. Mm. Holy beep. (laughs) (laughs) that's huge and it makes sense knowledge. <laughs> forbidden knowledge it makes sense yeah it makes sense and it would account for so many other mm, enigmatic anomalous yes wonkiness that's mm-hmm. going on we're yeah. living in a I, I have said it I'll say it again we're living at a metaphysically potent time Billy <laughs> may have just explained why hmm. yeah and I don't think it's going to wane anytime soon huh
0: Oh, no, no. We've got thousands of years to this plane of existence. So we're going to see a huge push. We're in the Tetra Yuga. If you understand the Yuga cycles, we've How gone through the bronze and, and everything. we're up getting, we're in the beginning of a silver age, trying to get ourselves back up towards a new golden age. And uh, so we're going to be here and moving up consistently over time. And people tend to look around and go, well, what is this guy talking about? This is the end times. Everything is going to pot. We got uh, people being killed over here. Russia's attacking Ukraine. And no, 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 no. They haven't studied history. See, I'm a historian, a true historian. Uh, People who are thinking that these are the end of days are far off. This is actually the best time to be alive Mm -hmm. since recorded history. If you want to talk about Times that were 10 million times worse than we are right now. Let's look at the Black Plague. Let's look at the Bubonic Plague. Let's look at the Spanish Flu, which almost took out. All three of these took out, almost almost took out the entire population of the Earth. You don't see millions of people dropping dead in the streets right now. Let's talk about the Papal Inquisitions, where over the course of 700 years, they killed over 80 million people. 80 million people aren't dying today right now. They're not dropping dead. At that rate, even over that course of that time, you'd see... Hundreds of thousands of people being slaughtered per day. We don't have that happening right now. Let's look into the American Holocaust, where Europeans came to the Americas and slaughtered 111 million indigenous people over the course Mm -hmm. of only 70 years. Mm -hmm. Those would have been the end of days, right? So we've had all these situations that have occurred, and it hasn't been the end of days yet. (laughs) And now we're moving into this area, Age of Enlightenment, where we are far beyond that, And yes, there still are things going on. There's people still being sold as slaves in Libya. There's this war going on with Russia and Ukraine. we have skirmishes in other countries in the Middle East and so forth. But overall, based on historical events, this is actually the best time to be alive on this planet right now. If you're alive right now, you hit the lottery. I'm just telling you. I love
1: it. Oh, my gosh. I agree with you. I agree. And this is not just, you know... um... I'm not just spewing baloney here. N- neither are you, obviously. I have felt this is not a just something that I've I read or even in the beginning of the pandemic, I said mm-hmm. something has happened here metaphysically. I described it as feeling as if we had been moved to another part of the galaxy, literally. Mm-hmm. Now, this is my own crude sort of uh, interpretation or distillation. I felt mm-hmm. I used the Wizard of Oz scenario where Dorothy... Okay. You know, one minute she's in her home, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) where the the screen is black and white. And when she opens the door, she's in Oz and it's full color. You're Mm -hmm. not in Kansas anymore.
2: But that's not a bad thing.
1: (laughs) We are not in Kansas anymore. Billy, I want to continue the conversation, but you know what we have to do? We've got to take it to the after show. Billy's time is a bit short. I'm looking at the clock and we have a few more things to cover. So we're going to sign off on the main show. We're hoping to see you particularly this year in 2023 because we got so much good stuff coming up not to mention that we've got other after shows with billy so there's a catalog growing with billy over there but we're (laughs) going to go over there right now billy here's what i want to talk about over on the after show we didn't get to um the legend and the myth behind the number 13 it's not what And I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about synesthesia, something that you and I share in common. I don't know if you recall, we talked about that, I believe, in our first interview, and it came up once again in your interview with King Simon. Simon, I want to call him King Solomon. That's why I keep pausing. I know, right? King Solomon's temple. I know. I've almost called him King Solomon so many times, so don't feel bad. (laughs) Okay, good. Because I know it's not that. Okay, King Simon, we're going to talk about that. We're going over the after show. Please come join us. There's a lot, a lot to, uh, a lot of reasons to do it, not to mention supporting higher journeys. So, Billy, thanks. Don't go away. We're going next door right now. We will talk to you soon.